Hi everyone, my name's Mary Tivy and welcome back to the Animal Health Surveillance Podcast. So today the episode is going to be the first of a short series which we're going to see um, continuing through the rest of season two of the Animal Health Surveillance Podcast. And what I was planning to do is use these short series of episodes to have a look at the sources of information and the resources that are available to you as vets or you as anyone else who has an interest in surveillance um, to help you get a little bit more information about surveillance and about what is being seen in the country at the moment. So today, what I was planning to do was to take you through one or two of the resources that are available, um, specifically those available from the APHA. And I wanted to talk you through a little bit about them, how you can access them and the information you can get from them. If you tune into the rest of the series, the further episodes will then focus on some of these resources more specifically and just go into them in a little bit more detail and give you uh, an idea of, you know, the, the nuance of the information you can get from them and how that can be helpful. So let's start. And the first resource I wanted to talk to you about are the APHA disease surveillance dashboards. So. Some of you may have heard of these and some of you may not. I know I've mentioned them quite a few times in other episodes as well. But these are dashboards that can be found on the APHA website. So they're produced by the APHA and they're called the Great Britain Disease Surveillance Dashboards. And they've been developed to share surveillance information that is gathered from submissions to the GB Veterinary Diagnostic Network. So this network I've spoken about before, but it includes the APHA's veterinary investigation centres found in England and Wales, Scotland's Rural College disease surveillance centres as well. Also, the APHA's network of universities and other partner providers that do postmortem testing and APHA Lasswade, which is APHA's poultry focused site as well. So all of these uh, sites um, send information into the veterinary diagnostic network and this all feeds into the production of these disease surveillance dashboards and the dashboards are tools that can show you the diagnoses that have been recorded from the GB diagnostic surveillance database and this is known as VIDA or the veterinary investigation diagnosis analysis database. Now I know that that is a mouthful and I have mentioned this before uh, particularly in my um, my episode called Introducing Surveillance, which you can find as the introductory episode to season one of um, this podcast. So if you're interested and you want to find out a bit more about that, then head back to season one and check out the first episode and that'll just give you a bit more information. But going back to the dashboards, what do they allow you to do? Well, essentially what they are, are a tool which shows a map of, of Great Britain And they allow you to go and choose a geographic area, usually split into counties. They also allow you to choose a time period and a species and an age group of interest. Once you've selected your filters, you can then use the dashboard to answer any questions you might have. So, you know, you can ask a variety of questions. You might want to know what diagnoses have been made by the GB surveillance network in sheep in my local area. You can have a look on the dashboards and hopefully answer that. You also might want to know what is the GB surveillance network's most common diagnoses in adult cattle. You may want to know where in the country specific diagnoses have been made in pigs. So, you know, have we found swine dysentery? And if so, where? 
You also might want to know how many diagnoses were made of a specific disease. So, for example, enzootic abortion in ewes. And you could look at that in a particular year and you might want to know about that. And you can use the uh, disease surveillance dashboards to answer all of these questions. So if you have a burning question about a disease or a burning question about a particular species and you want to know about the diseases that affect it, then these dashboards might be a really useful resource for you. So how can you access them? That's the first key thing to know. So to access them, you can go onto the APHA's website specifically on the APHA Vet Gateway website. And if you Google APHA Vet Gateway, that will send you to the page that you need. From there, there is a link that sends you to the disease surveillance dashboards uh, page, or you can search there and search for the disease surveillance dashboards. You can also Google the APHA disease surveillance dashboards that will also send you to the page as well. Now, once you get onto that page, you'll see it disease surveillance dashboards entitled at the top and there's some really useful information on that page and it's definitely worth having a read through that before you go and access the individual dashboards. That page gives you great information about how to use them, about the data that's contained within them and you know it's definitely worthwhile just having a little bit of a look through that but I am just going to go through some of that information for you now as well. If you scroll down on that page, you will then see links which take you to the individual dashboards. So you'll see one for the sheep disease surveillance dashboard, one for the cattle dashboard, the pig dashboard and the avian dashboard, and they will send you straight to them. But first of all, just to let you know a little bit about the data that is presented in these dashboards. Well, first of all, it's really important to note that the data presented on these resources can only tell you about the diagnoses that have been made within the GB diagnostic network that we have that I have just described to you. They don't actually include any diagnoses made by other laboratories at this time. And the maps on the dashboards simply show you a count of the diagnoses made in each county. So if you've got a higher number of diagnoses in a county, this may occur for several reasons. One might be that you might have more submissions because there's a larger number of livestock or livestock holdings in that county. It might be that there's increased vigilance amongst the local farmers and vets in that county in response to a threat. Or perhaps diagnostic investigations as part of disease control initiatives. There may also be regional increased use of the diagnostic network. Um, perhaps for particular, you know, disease events as well. So people might be using the diagnostic network from the APHA more than they might be using commercial labs or their own laboratories within their vet practices. You also need to remember that diseases that don't require a lab diagnosis or in a herd where a practice has their own diagnostic facilities and they're likely to use those, you're not going to see those diseases represented on the dashboard because that information isn't going to feed into the surveillance system. So these diseases might be underrepresented in the data here. So if you're not seeing those diseases present in the data, it might doesn't necessarily mean they're not there. The page uh, talk giving you the information about the dashboards, just to give you a little bit of context, does give you a broad indication of the relative populations of sheep, cattle and pigs 
um, and gives you an idea of the average density of each species in each county. So you get an idea of which counties uh, are more likely to have a, you know, a higher population of that specific species, which might explain why they have a higher number of diagnoses. So that information you can find on that page, and it's worth having a little look through that before you go onto the dashboards and use the dashboards. It's also worth noting for the avian dashboard, it only covers diagnoses for non-commercial and small chicken flocks. So they don't include the population density on that dashboard resource. So the dashboards are recorded for the month in which the submissions were received and they're updated on a monthly basis. And they, every month the APHA add on all the diagnoses allocated to each county for each disease in the preceding month. So it's a really good place to go and get nice, up to date, real time or, you know, as real time as you can information about some of these diseases. And it's also worth mentioning as well that you can if you find some information on these dashboards and you want more, you want to discuss that a little bit further, you'd like a little bit more detail about it. You can contact your local APHA Veterinary Investigation Centre. They're very happy to talk to you about these things. And there is actually a link on the page, the dashboards page, which can give you the contact details for your local VI centre if you're not sure. So it's definitely worth, if you've got questions, definitely worth getting in contact with them and talking about it a little bit more. So that's a little bit about the data that's contained within the dashboards. Now, obviously, you know, I can talk to you about them as much as I like, but they are a visual resource. So it's quite difficult for me to explain without a visual aid how to use them. But the APHA have produced a video which is available on YouTube and it shows you how the dashboards work. So it uses the sheep disease surveillance dashboard as an example. And there's actually a link on that dashboards page, which you can click on and it will send you over to YouTube. So you should be able to have a little look at how the dashboard works. Again, definitely worth doing before you use them. Um, it just gives you an idea of how to get the best out of them. The cattle, pig and avian dashboards work in a very similar way to the sheep one. So once you've seen that, you should be able to use all the others. And but you again, obviously, remember that the avian dashboard doesn't show you that population density information, as I mentioned earlier. When you go onto the dashboards and you'll see it will bring up a nice map of the country with each county um, specified and you can um, use a panel of filters which is found on the left hand side of that screen and this will allow you to go through and filter the information. So if you want to look at diagnoses in a particular age group of the species you're looking at or in a particular time period, you know, perhaps a particular year, so, for example, if you wanted to look at adult sheep in 2016, you'll be able to do that and it will bring you up all the numbers of diagnosed cases in different diseases in adult sheep in that year. And then you can also go and filter further to look at specific counties. So they're really nice tools to use, actually. They're something that I think perhaps people aren't always aware of. But once you've gone and you've spent a little bit of time just playing about with them, and I have to say throughout my PhD, I have spent quite a lot of time playing about with these dashboards. But once you've done that, and it doesn't take too long to work it out, you know, they're quite intuitive. Um, they're actually a really useful and really nice resource. And they're something that you can use if you're interested in having a look at what's being found in your area or in a, you know, in a specific area. They're a really nice, useful resource for this. So that's just a little bit about the dashboards. 
But I also wanted to go on and talk to you about another resource as well. So I wanted to talk to you about the surveillance reports that the APHA produce. So these reports, again, can be accessed by going on the APHA Vet Gateway website, as I've said earlier. And if you go on there and you search for reports and publications, it will send you to a page which has all the information about the different reports I'm going to describe now. So these, scanning, these are scanning surveillance reports and they're published to not just inform the government, but also inform the veterinary profession and livestock farming industries about new or re-emerging threats to animal health and any changing trends that they're seeing as well. And they're compiled by the APHA's Surveillance Intelligence Unit. And for those of you who listened in season one, you may remember that we had a couple of episodes featuring the head of the APHA's Surveillance Intelligence Unit, Finn Toomey. Um, so they were really useful and really interesting um, episodes which talked a little bit about the unit and, and how vets can be involved with that and what the, what, you know, the, what the job of uh, the Surveillance Intelligence Unit is. So if you didn't listen to those, again, head back to season one, check those two out. Um, they're really useful and may just give you a little bit of a background to this. But coming on to the reports that they produce, if you go onto that page showing you the reports and publications, it will give you a list of the different reports you can access. So one of the first ones that you can click on is monthly reports. And this sends you to a page that gives you a list of the monthly reports, which are a summary of disease surveillance data gathered by the APHA veterinary investigation centres. And again, this is a big part of the disease surveillance system. So the disease surveillance system, while they're monitoring new diseases in cattle, sheep, pigs and poultry, and monitoring and detecting any changing trends, they produce a report every month and they put it onto the, uh, the APHA's website. There's also a similar report produced in Scotland as well by the SRUC. So these reports are really interesting. And if you click on the uh, monthly reports link, it will send you straight to a page. And there's a large there's a large catalogue of reports there. So they won't just have the most recent one. There's a few others you can look at as well. But obviously, it's really nice to know if you just want to go and have a look at the, you know, the previous month's report. That's where you'll be able to find it. They also have a, a link on there which will send you to a page um, which uh, contains the APHA's focus articles. Now, these focus articles are uh, published in the veterinary record um, and they are published in conjunction with the monthly disease surveillance reports. And the focus articles cover either seasonal disease threats or emerging trends, and they're accessible to everybody. You can also actually Google uh, the uh, focus articles in the veterinary record, and you'll be able to find those online as well. And they're really interesting. They're not always written by APHA uh, members of staff. They, you know, they have other experts writing them as well. Um, and they cover a variety of different really interesting topics. And they're, they're never too long. You know, they're not, a, they're not a big commitment to sit down and read. As I say, they are an article. So, that, you know, they're worthwhile if you if you wanted something to read, you know, between consults or, you know, uh, if you needed to, um, you've got a bit of CPD time. And I actually wrote one for the equine um, surveillance quarterly report at the end of last year. So you might find mine there as well. So when you've once you if you go down below the links that send you to the monthly reports and the APHA focus articles, you'll see links that send you to either pages for avian, cattle, exotic and species, 
pigs, non-statutory zoonoses, small ruminants or wildlife. And if you click on any of these species groups, it will then send you to a page which will show you um, a set of quarterly reports for each of these species groups. And the quarterly reports are essentially a bigger and more detailed version of the monthly reports that I was just talking about. So they are produced by each of these species expert groups and they contain information about issues and trends seen in the last quarter, any new or emerging threats, changes in disease patterns and unusual diagnoses. And, you know, they have pictures, they have descriptions of unusual cases and unusual diagnoses that have been seen. And they also have horizon scanning information as well. And again, they're also really useful if you want a kind of overview in each species of, you know, the last quarter and what's been going on and what's been seen. And, you know, those pages don't just contain the most recent one. As I said, again, there's a nice little library there of quarterly reports. So, you know, if you are interested in a particular time period and you thought, you know, oh, we saw quite a lot of, of this specific thing over the summer, you can go back and you can look at the report that corresponds to that. The final report I just wanted to mention as well uh, uh, is to do with the Veterinary Investigation Diagnosis Analysis Database that I mentioned earlier, the VIDA database. So the APHA and SRUC provide an annual report on the data that's recorded by VIDA on animal and bird diagnostic submissions in Great Britain. And this report gives you both summary data by month for all the diagnoses re recorded in VIDA for the previous years, but they also give you the annual totals for the previous eight years before that as well. So this is a really nice thing if you want to look at an overview of the year and compare it to previous years. They also have further analysis and comments for specific diseases that may be selected by the representative species expert group for whichever species you may be looking at. And again, if you go onto the reports and publications page on the APHA website, you will have a link that sends you to the VIDA report as well. So that's really useful. And with all of, the, if you look at all of these resources that I've talked about together, they provide a kind of overview of disease, you know, from a, you know, a monthly um, viewpoint, looking at, you know, more real time information and you know specific to county all the way through to looking at you know the overall national monthly um surveillance uh, reports and then you know going through to quarterly and then annually as well so you can actually compare you know across you know both short time periods and much longer time periods so if it's something that you're interested in or even if you just wanted to get a bit of an idea about a specific disease that you you know you have had some experience in these are really fantastic resources and i think they're perhaps resources that you know they certainly could be used more and i think it's really worthwhile just getting you know the um the information out there about where to find them so I hope that you found that useful. Um, as I say, uh, as we go through the rest of this series, keep your eyes peeled because I will be having other um, episodes which will focus on some of these resources and also other resources as well in a little bit more detail. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit more about them and where you can find them. Uh, the next one will be coming up um, based on this topic is going to focus on those disease surveillance dashboards. We're hopefully going to have an expert guest um, from the APHA um, who is involved with putting these dashboards together. And she'll be able to give you a bit more information about 
uh, you know, exactly how you can use them, exactly what you can use them to do and the, the detail and the nuance that you can get from these dashboards if you're interested. And also, you know, will there be any changes or updates that is coming from these dashboards um, going forward as well? So that, prom you know, promises to be really interesting, actually. But otherwise, thank you so much for tuning into the episode uh, this week. I do hope you found it useful. Um, and, um, you know, if you do like the series, please do mention it to your friends and your colleagues. And of course, you know, I'd love to hear from you. If you've got any questions you'd like answering, if you've got any topics um, you'd like a little bit of uh, more information on. And if there are any resources that actually or, you know, any areas that you would like to know if there is a resource that can give you information on, then get in touch with me. And I will do my best to research that and put out an episode about it. But otherwise, thanks so much for listening today. And I hope to see you again next time.